0: Hope your day is going well. Welcome back. Um, I'm going to begin this segment with a uh, tragic event that just occurred in the Phoenix Scottsdale area just days ago. A 22-year-old beautiful young lady, uh, Lauren Henke, her body was found near the uh, Phoenix Scottsdale border in a desert area. Basically, it's uh, near a trail and nice area of the cities. And uh, what a tragedy. Uh, Turned out she had been stabbed 15 times. Eventually, uh, days later, they caught the suspect that uh, did it. And here's a young guy that uh, previous record uh, violent crimes in the past served a little bit of time out on jail because of plea bargaining and so forth. The same story uh, on and on and on. Now, you're always going to have criminals about and no doubt about it doesn't matter how big the city or the town is how big or small there we're always going to have the deviants out there a certain percentage of them my uh, my heart is really saddened for this girl i see a picture of her and i'm thinking a whole life ahead of her and and gone gone for naught she did what i've been talking about so many times before, she did something that so many women do, young women, uh, girls, uh, soon to be women. They go out and walk on their own or they jog or they bicycle or whatever. I've talked about this time and time again. I wrote about it in my book. Um, I've seen so many crimes, uh, the deaths and interviewed the rapes of young women and not just young women, but women up in age as well. And it's so sad when I think that almost all these things did not have to happen to these people because in almost every case, it involves a woman being isolated. So I've talked about it time and time again. Do not go out and jog by yourself. Walk by yourself in isolated areas, especially at night. But um, But when you seclude yourself, when anybody is secluded, be it a park, a desert area, whatever, bicycle trails, a beautiful pass, it's very inviting, I understand that, and I see why people do it. But women, if if it's you listening right now, a woman, a young woman, understand that male predators are driven, and these people are evil. And I'm talking about predators now. There's this percentage of the male population that are predators. And even if they're not looking for a victim, sometimes when they just see the opportunity, they strike. The point is, don't be that person. Do not make yourself available. Do not isolate yourself. So it's so sad. Now, in the state of Arizona here, uh, the young lady could have had a handgun legally and had it concealed had she wanted to. But like most, she's not going to do that. She's uh, perhaps, he, perhaps she was even scared of guns. I don't know. Uh, most are not trained. Most don't think about it. The thought of having a gun uh, doesn't appeal to most women. I understand that. Uh, they can be a little bulky. The feel of it. You name it. Um, but at the very least, at the very least, and I, a few episodes ago, when I was talking about another woman that was attacked and killed. Uh, if she only had at least a pepper spray in her hand and uh, had access to that. As soon as a perpetrator got within reach of her, uh, at that point, if you make a surprise move and the person doesn't know that you have this in your hand, it can actually save your life because you hit the person in the face, doesn't matter how big, tall they are, how strong, Uh, A person's eyes, whether we're a little person at 5 feet tall or a man that's a giant, we'll say seven and a half feet, doesn't matter. The eyes are very, very vulnerable, and a good shot with a pepper spray could disable that person. So at least do that if you're not going to be a person that's going to arm themselves with a weapon. However, most importantly... Do not go out and isolate yourself. Do not be by yourself. So once again, another tragedy, and that happens to be a local tragedy. And frankly, I don't even keep up on a lot of the local news. There's uh, When you're in a city that's uh, a metropolitan area of 4 million plus people, uh, there's always something going on just by sheer numbers. But these things happen all over, and this is why mothers fathers do not let your children be isolated little girls little boys uh, they have to be cared for and teenagers uh, it's it's a worrisome time for parents Uh, many a good parent has worried about their teenagers and rightly so these people are at an age uh, just like we all were when we were teens we think we're invincible and we lack life experiences so as parents keep an eye on the children, and hopefully uh, enough safety lessons are uh, put forth uh, to the young people that uh, they become safer themselves as they are adults. So there you have it, enough on that topic for now. I want to touch on a couple other things. Uh, A couple days from now, we have the lifting of Title 42, which means a tremendous influx on the southern border. We have I've heard estimates up to 40,000 people ready to illegally cross the border. And uh, within that group, you're going to have uh, definitely a certain number of people that uh, are capable and will commit crimes if given the opportunity. Uh, I realize many in the group are going to be decent people that would like to work, but they're still coming into the country illegally and they have not been vetted and it's very difficult to tell the good from the bad. So prepare yourself for that if you're uh, listening to this in current times. As I've mentioned many times before, I primarily do this as a historical account uh, for my family, family of the future, and that may be decades, decades down the road. So at least for those people way down the road when the current times have passed, They will be able to look back in history, listen to these uh, podcasts and compare with things that have really happened. And uh, we do uh, put forth here, I think I put forth a number of predictions based on what I see going on. So these are scary times with our border already under the Biden administration in uh, just a little over a year and a half. We've had five to six million people illegals coming over the border. And within that group, a number of drug smugglers, murderers, rapists, all kinds of sexual perverts, gang members, you name it. And a certain number of terrorists. I think at last count, over 160 people that are are on the terrorist watch list have been apprehended. Now imagine how many have not been caught. So there you have it, the poor leadership of President Biden, the Democrat party, there it is in full display. And now we have the mayors, as I talked about this a little while back, last episode touched on it. They are in panic mode. New York City, for example, they're estimating. The mayor said uh, they've had about 60,000 illegals come into that city. Well, your city is a sanctuary city. It They were espousing uh, the, the uh welcoming mat. Let me say this, they are putting out the welking, welcoming mat to illegals south of the border. This has been going on for a number of years now and uh, declaring themselves uh, states, cities that are sanctuary cities, California uh, sanctuary city and I believe it's a sanctuary state. They're getting these people coming in in droves because nobody in law enforcement can deal with them effectively. So times are getting worse. The challenges are going to be greater. And now I understand, for example, Mayor Adams is because they've already spent over $4 billion on just trying to deal with the illegal influx and with little aid from the federal government. Now they're panicking, and uh, he's talking about sending busloads up into Rockland County, north of New York City. And, of course, those people are totally upset, worried, alarmed over that proposal. So it never ends. This is what liberals do. They destroy little by little, be it the schools, the justice system, you name it. It never ends, and it's going to keep going in this direction. And, for example, and I'm going to wrap it with this, Joy Reid, a leftist uh, woman, MSNBC, has her own show. Uh, you might recall she's a, a black woman, uh, uh, well-spoken when you listen to her talk, but she is totally out to lunch uh, on everything. She's a race baiter like so many others. Uh, seems to thrive in the racial division uh, between uh, whites and blacks. It's a horrible thing to see. She, for example, was just—I just heard. Of, I think it was yesterday. She's saying how. The crime rate in red states is high, higher than the blue states. Oh, let's really look at what it is. You can take a red state and say they're controlled by a Republican governor. But within that red state, you have a big city. What she didn't say is the big cities are where the majority of the crimes are. The big cities invariably are controlled by Democrats and often they are uh, black mayors uh, there are black uh, uh, prosecutors and so forth, as we see in New York City, for example, and many other cities around the country. So it's not a racial thing at all because it is blacks that are in leadership in countless cities, including Chicago, uh, Mayor Lightfoot. And uh, coming up very soon, uh, a black male is taking her place. Uh, all kinds of leadership in the Democrat Party. And the representative, representatives of those cities, by and large, are, are Blacks. So it's not a racial issue at all, and uh, we need to bring that home. Now, if you're talking race, I heard two Black males recently, Jack Brewer, and you can hear Jason Whitlock. Uh, occasionally both are, are uh, on news. I see them occasionally in Fox News. Jack Brewer, a former NFL football player. Jason Whitlock, a columnist, he's on a lot, and both say pretty much the same thing. Jason talks all the t- all the time about uh, about Democrats really uh, dising God, so to speak, putting God God out of the equa- out of the equation. He's a big proponent of uh, our Christian faith. Jack Brewer also uh, very big on conservative values. Jack Brewer talks about just as Jason has that the so many of the black youth today grow up without a father figure. This is a huge, huge thing. So within the black population where the majority of violent crimes are occurring and it's black on black crime, the reasons are are numerous, but one of the perhaps the biggest thing, is that I think, you now I seem to recall the number being maybe 70 or 75% of young black males growing up without a father figure. This is horrible, and uh, it's matters like this that need to be taken care of. So for the black liberals like Joy Reid, there are a number of black conservatives, such as Jason Whitlock and Jack Brewer, Uh, Harris Faulkner, as far as the woman on Fox, I've mentioned many times, many fine, decent black conservatives. uh, But they are in the minority at the moment, and just hope and pray that more and more blacks will come on board and see the conservative direction is the way to go. So with that, I'm going to uh, leave this segment. I'm going to bid you farewell, and we'll talk to you real soon. May God bless. Have a good day. Bye.